When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to the Coaching Youth Hoops Podcast. Basketball. Here's our hosts, Steve Collins. Steve Collins. And Bill Flitter. Bill Flitter. Hey coaches, welcome, welcome, welcome uh, to Coaching Youth Hoops. Before we jump in today, I just want to make sure you know what's going on. Uh, Coach Bill and I, over the over the last couple months, have been running an on-demand coaches clinic. Um, we're going to just kind of pull the curtain back, let you kind of hear a little bit of what's inside of those um, as far as handouts and, and videos and all that stuff. If you want to see what's available, go over to basketballcoachesclinic.com and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. Let's share your screen. Are we going to walk gonna through I'm going to share. Yep. Let's get this up. There we go. So game day domination, huh? Dive into it. Uh, okay, again, this reference will be in uh, the course. You can act. You can access this. We are not going to cover twenty-eight pages of this today. No, um, we're no. going to give you an overview. So for those coaches who want to really dive into it one it's going to be there but there's actually coach as you know a second deep dive inside the coaching youth hoops uh method that we you know you can go uh, at coachingyouthhoops.com and get in because this stuff is important and we get lots of questions about game day prep game day management so we actually put uh you know in-depth course uh, on this subject. And again, right. we're giving you the light version today. Uh, you know, again, we'll have, you know, maybe 20% of the audience who want to take that deep dive and watch um, the video the details and, and watch and the, videos the and yes. else. So, yep. so okay. um, so first of all, it's before it's, it's the pregame. It's, it's like, what do you do in your pregame warmup? Because 
um, you know, as a teacher, you know, and I do when I do my warm ups, it is getting them ready for everything that kind of comes into the game. So, you know, if you're running a five out or you're trapping or you're shooting a lot of threes, your pregame warm up should correlate to what you're going to do in the game. Um, it is something that I have gotten better with over my coaching career. Um, is I want you should be able to watch my warm up and then kind of know what we're going to do in the game. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? There should be a yeah. direct correlation between the two. I shouldn't be doing something in the warm up that I'm not going to be doing in the game. So, shooting a lot of threes is one example. If you're a team that's going to shoot a lot of threes, then you should be shooting a lot of threes in warm ups. If you're a team that's going to be that defensive stopper, pack line, man, we're going to get in your face and we are going to defend you, then you better see that in my warm-ups. So as the coaches, uh, the previous clinics, we talked about kind of what you were going to stand for and how you're going to do it and blah, blah, blah. That should be in your specific warm-up. What, well, yeah, how that's, do you, a, that's a good idea. Yeah. What, yeah. What's your thoughts on warm-ups? Yeah, you know, I've gone – yeah, if, you know, sometimes we don't have a lot of time, right? So you might have a three-minute warm-up at the youth level. That's or right. Have at a ten-minute warm-up, right? or you might have a thirty-five-minute warm-up because the other team only four people yeah. showed up. So yeah. it's like you have to adjust more. I know I'm going to have a fifteen-minute warm-up period. Right. I know that's yeah. what I'm going to have. But yeah, I know. <laughs> if I'm going to pick one thing, especially at the youth level, and you know they're trying to move you through those games pretty quickly, and you don't have a lot of time, uh, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get kids uh, get some shots up, and that's when I'm on the court. What about even before I step onto the court? Right, that's a whole nother thing. So what I like to do is I like to get there, and uh, and honestly, I like to get there an hour before the game now some people might at the youth level might find that excessive but let me let me tell you what happened okay there's about a handful of people that will show up 30 minutes before (laughs) there's a couple people that will show up 15 minutes before and there's a person that's going to show up late okay they're gonna be running into practice i do it for two reasons one i don't want kids running into games late they like it it helps them be mentally prepared for the games um also uh it helps me then i know how many kids i'm gonna have for that game all i need is five to start then okay okay that comes mine okay i got my five right and of course there's ways to look you know manage that through different apps and things people can check their time in but that still is not foolproof right so (laughs) No, yeah. I and, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you something as a stats teacher. So, you know, in a high school, they have class periods, right? Yeah. And and a kid will the first hour and then the bell will ring and they'll get up and right. go the second hour. Every kid, every period, kids show up as a bell shaped or normal shaped curve. It's just like the same for practices when you're a yeah. youth thing. There's a few kids that show up early and a few kids that show up late. Most people show up in the middle. And it's normally distributed. It's a bell-shaped curve. It's been proven statistically. It's the same. That's with, funny. I'm yeah. guessing it's the same with the, the youth same thing. Yeah. You know, there's well, that kid that's going to show up. You tell them an hour, they're going to show up an hour and 20 minutes early because they're just like, yeah. and there's a kid that's going to show up 30 seconds for tip off. But most of the people are going to show up in that middle stretch, you know? Um, yeah. 
but anyway, that it's it's interesting. But I think it's something that people don't put put thought or time into. So that's, that's right. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the first and again, thing. that might be excessive. You're, you're listening to this. I'm like, I'm not showing up an hour before I got better things to do. Right. But it's important for you and it's important for the kids to get settled into the game. Maybe you know, it sounds like you're going to, you know, hope, hopefully you're not going to add anything new and change anything, right. right? That you worked on, but at least you can walk through. Johnny missed both practices during the week. And, you know, maybe you just need to do a review of the, your out of, out of bounds plays, right? You can, you know, get right. your whiteboard out and draw draw them up but definitely have a pre-game routine Team. you know we 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 get together we you know does anybody have any questions or what's you know what's the number one you know what's on your mind right now we have a discussion i just try to meld them into the game and getting them you know mentally ready for the game i like and that. if we have time we have enough balls and it's you know if there's room we'll go maybe just do some passing and light stretching and things like that you can always to, find things right. to do all right, yep. what's the next one? Scroll, keep scrolling, coach. What's yeah, let's one? go. Let's talk about though. Let's talk about um, diving uh, deeper into. Um, well, we, yeah, we can talk about this here. I was going to say we can get into some of the details of the game, but obviously, you know, you're going into a game. You should already have your game plan. You should already know what your offense, defense is, and what you're going to run and right. where it is. Yes, in progression. Right. Right. I mean, that's just you know. Hopefully you have that, but let's go into um, the timeouts. Uh, we talked about, yeah, let's go into timeouts. I'm going to skip through um, the pregame stuff we just talked. We didn't skip it. We just talked about it, but let's talk about timeouts. Effectively using timeouts at the youth level. Okay. Uh, they range, you know, sometimes you get two that don't carry, or you get four, two in the first half, two in the second half. They don't carry over. Right, you got to use them strategically. So, a couple questions for you, Coach. If I get two timeouts in the half, when do I use them? Um, second question is, what do I say during the timeouts? How do I use them effectively? Yeah, I mean, I, for, <laughs> uh, when to use them is a big thing. Um, I think if a if a team if, if a team is doing something to you that is really taking you out of your game. Or they're making a huge run. I think that is a really good time at the youth level to take a timeout. So let's talk s- about a huge run. Let's get into the details of that. Is that six points, eight points, ten points? What's That's, a huge run you think in your? Yeah, opinion? I think I think eight to ten points is a huge yeah. run. I don't think a couple buckets is a huge run. But no. again, if there's such a scale here because we're talking about such a different age level. So at a third grade level, it might be two right. buckets. <laughs> because it's it's, the final score might be 18 to 12 but at the eighth grade level you're in the 40s 50s 60s maybe yeah again i think it really depends on the specific level you're talking about um so that's the first thing second thing is sometimes and there's a couple another one is maybe only have six kids at the at 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 the game and you need to take Mm, a time mm -hmm. out to rest them yeah (laughs) um yeah which is okay then you're going to use that strategically um, to to give them a blow and let them kind of gather themselves and you know so I've used, I'm I'm not taking that I'm not taking those if I only have six kids I'm not taking or even maybe seven I'm not taking that second I'm, not, I'm burning both of those because they're not carrying over those kind of things so I think it really just depends on the on the rules and then I think the third one is I got to tweak I got to change out of man and zone and I'm dealing with a fourth grade team and probably can't do it on the fly. 
I got to rest them. I got to say, Hey, now we're going to do this. So I can reiterate mm-hmm. it, talk to them, re-talk to them, re-re-re-re-talk to them, re-re-re-re-re-talk to them. So they remember because still only four of them will be in the zone and we're in man or whatever it is, you know, though they're going to mess it up. But yeah, I, you know, that's, those are the three times that I really think a timeout is important. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. And I think there's, I think you got to teach your kids how to take a timeout. And what I mean by that is I think one of my bigger, my, one of my bigger pet peeves during a game is I call a timeout. We got, you know, anywhere from a minute to 30 seconds, depending on the league. Um, and they they walk over. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, no. So you gotta, you gotta teach them what to do when you call a timeout. And like, in, this is something you practice. So timeout, you run over to the bench period. You run. If you're in the game, you sit. If you're out of the game, you stand, right? And you stand around. Right. And Don't then, assume they know this. Don't assume exactly. they know this. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, you listen. Right. And then the, on the coach's side, I don't know if there's anything else there, right? Run off the court. Sit, if you're in the game, you sit yeah, down. And then, and then it's like, it's, it's also pay attention. And it's also, if you need, they all have their own water bottles. So, right. you know, uh, part of when I've done it is like, I tell them where their water bottles go and how they get them and stuff. Because yep. the funny part is mom's holding it in row three. Or <laughs> it's at the end of the, I'm just being real from someone that's coached yeah. youth. It's like, or it's, or it's our benches at near the scores table. But their water bottle is seven rows, seven seats down. So they're digging and climbing under the, you know, we've all experienced this. It's like, well, so here's how we do it. Here's where your water bottle should be. I will watch them all, put them down here. So when you come, or if you if I sub you out, it will be down here. It it don't assume any base knowledge is what I'm telling. Yeah, no, that's that's absolutely right. <laughs> now, coaches, what what do we what how do you do a timeout if you're a coach what do you say what do you do what's your what what are your steps there um i well first of all you're going to give them at the at the young probably elementary you're going to give them one thing like you're going to talk about one thing like maybe they're not getting back on defense maybe they're taking quick shot one thing and then you're going to say that one thing probably 17 times um, and then what I do is I cold call them, especially the, some of the younger third or fourth. What did I say? What What are we going to mm-hmm. do? So I make mm-hmm. them repeat mm-hmm. it back to me. Um, yeah. As they get older, then you can you can maybe get whiteboard things. You can talk about helpline and rotations, and then you can maybe add a second topic. Um, but what I have read is the biggest issue is what you say last is what they're going to remember. Um, there have been studies on that. So whatever that specific thing is, that's what the, whatever you say as they're leaving the timeout is what they're going to remember. So um, you have to be cognizant of that um, when you're when you're talking to them and in in talking about specific things in a specific timeout. Yeah, and, and sound bites. Just think sound, sound bites. bites, right? Yeah, yeah. TikTok. sound bites. TikTok. 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 Yeah, that's seconds. right. TikTok. And I think the other thing that even before you get to this point is having names and having some common vocabulary. So when you say run, 
you know, uh, run Michigan, right? Right. Versus saying run, you know, five out uh, offense, right? They're right. going to know that Michigan is their five out offense, right? So yes. it's creating and that common know what language and they know what it is. Or, hey, now we're right. running red. Or when you're shouting out red, 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 they, they know that. So establish that, again, common language. But even little things, you know, what they know when you're um, I just ran into this with my seventh and eighth graders. We do a, we actually do an exercise of coming up with common vocabulary and we have a vocabulary quiz, so to speak. Right. Right. Um, and so they know that, right. Yeah, or you're reiterating, you know, you're, you're, you're going over it with them so they can yeah. remember it. It's a, it's the learning process. Hey, coaches, I hope you enjoyed that little bit of a taste of what Coach Bill and I have done. Um, if you liked it, go over and check it out at basketballcoachesclinic.com. Let us know what you think and have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.